With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm DeSalvo, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Well, the news is out. Thomas Covington will make his return to uh, the U.S. in 2019. That news uh, announced over the weekend, the MXGP of France uh, and that American. We look forward to having him back here. He's been racing uh, for the last, uh, uh, well, a couple of years anyway, FIM Motocross World Championships, and uh, looking forward to seeing him back here. And I believe he'll be doing it under Bobby Hewitt's Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team. So that's uh, that's big news, I think. Anyway, let's go to our next guest, guys. Uh, in studio, by the way, Roman Avila, PJ Duran, uh, Scott Casper, with you for the next uh, hour and thirty-five. Anyway, uh, Mark Samuels joins us. Uh, Team Slam Life Racing uh, just won the Baja, and uh, I have a. You were talking about uh, another guy that bought Tony's. Uh, race the bike. 2017 Baja 500 class win or uh, you know winning uh, in the promoter 30 class which was what we ran last year right the guy bought the bike from us and won the promoto 50 class how cool is that yeah very cool it's very cool but I mean if you want to get into Mark Samuels yeah. right here about right the very same Mark Samuels joins us Mark how are you I'm good guys how are you guys you know, there's races that are legendary, and this obviously is one of them. Uh, and uh, congratulations, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it. Definitely uh, was a good race. It said it was a close to flawless ride. I would, yeah, I would say that. Um, it went it went pretty dang smooth. Obviously, uh, in 500 miles, you have a little issues, but we uh, covered those up pretty quickly and kept it rolling. So every everyone else had bigger issues than we did. Mark, hey, just quick question. How many guys did you guys have on your team? There was three of us. It was me, Justin Morgan, and Justin. Three riders? Did you have a sport team, I have to believe? Yeah, and then we had sport support team. And, uh, you know, like that would probably be, there's about 40 of us total. That, uh, wow, 40? To make it happen. <laughs> that is a big effort. Yeah, yeah. I think we were pictures it looked like we were somewhere in the 15 20 if you counted every somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 uh, last year and i thought we had it pretty well covered <laughs> 40 would be real real nice for three riders that's uh i mean did you guys uh i presume this is not your first go no no definitely not um yeah three riders it was you know me and justin morgan talked about doing it just uh us two um but we decided to have Justin Jones jump on just because um, for the thousand, it's good to have him racing down there too. And we always enjoy riding with Justin Jones. And it, uh, you know, it actually ended up working out good. I right as I was leaving for uh, free running, I ended up cutting my hand open pretty, no. pretty gnarly and deep, and that that set me back a few. Uh, I only got a pre run for four days, and um, you know, I gave Justin Jones a few more miles to. Uh, to help me out, so 
Yeah, it ended up working out good that I we had Justin Jones down there too. Did you guys run? Um, did you utilize Baja Pits or one of the other support, uh, you know, built-in support uh, systems that the the race has going, or did you do your own? Just our own. Um, there's a Max Seven group down there that they were there if we needed help. But uh, yeah, with the forty people that uh, I pretty much. Care that covers it. Yeah, I, I was going to say, 40 can, guys, they probably had to park a car everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the plan is to have as many people around the course in case anything happens. You get to uh, to the bike or person as quick as possible to keep, keep the bike rolling. So who was uh, the Unlimited? I want to say last year was it a guy named Espinoza? Is that right? Unlimited last year? Esposito. Esposito, excuse me. Yeah, Esposito, fast, fast guy. Was was, was Were he and his team back in it? Because they really crushed last year. Yeah, they uh, they did they did good last year. They were definitely prepared. Um, they they were they ended up second. Um, so Shane's teammate was Justin Morgan last year, um, and that's now my teammate. And uh, me and Justin have gone far way back from uh, actually our very first Baja race in 2011 was on the same team together. Both of us raced our very first Baja race together. Um, so it's kind of cool that we both thrown. He ended up on one team. I ended up on another and raced each other. And it's pretty awesome to be back together racing again. That, that is cool. I mean, and it's got to feel great to beat the previous year's winner. I mean, there's just nothing better than saying I'm, I'm better than you were. So, Again, hats off to you. I know, having been there with uh, our very own Tony Wink last year, it is a daunting, daunting task. And it's, uh, I mean, no mean feat to get the 40 people you had in the country, all in one place, pulling in one direction. And then you need a fair bit of luck, too, right? I got to believe, Mark. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Luck's uh, a big part of it. And, you know, that comes from uh, preparation and everything. And, knowledge but uh luck luck is definitely a a big part of Baja and having good crew members and you know there's it goes all the way down from each uh pit having people there making sure that they have fuel to uh even our helicopter chase and pit crews (laughs) but a lot of people don't really understand you know we have to figure out our own pit crews for oh yeah I mean how many did you have one chopper for the team which would be more than enough I would think but yeah just one one helicopter and uh there's three Three pits, pretty much, and on <laughs> leapfrogging. I, I saw yeah. him Esposito yeah. doing it last year. I think I, uh, and my apologies to anyone who I don't mention, but I was specifically watching for Esposito, but because his chopper was on it, the pilot was a bad, bad man. I mean, they have they must have some military experience in their background because they were doing stuff with the choppers that was blowing my yeah, mind. Maybe they had some uh, sore guys over there flying for him. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. So. Any oh crap moments? Any any good tidbits? Because <laughs> uh, I gotta imagine that in that race you had to have a couple. I know Tony's talked to us about a few that he had in his uh, time on the bike. Anything that you wanna kind of bring to uh, the fold? It, it went pretty dang smooth. The only thing that I I had in my section was um, the last day before pre running. Someone ran over a fence and drug at the bob wire cross. And I got that um, stuck in my rear wheel as I came around a corner through the fence, and there was just a big old pile, and it, it locked the rear wheel up. I had to put the bike down, get my uh, fanny pack out, and 
nip all the barbed wire out and continue on. And, you know, just just little things like that. Nothing too uh, too crazy. Um, everything went pretty smooth with uh, safety and all that. And our helicopter was on it, and they did a great job. Did your safe? Did your um, what? What's the the flashy beacon deal that they make you wear? Uh, they make you put on your bike. Uh, it's Stella. A, the Stella. Did it function as designed at all? Yeah, you know that thing. Um, what was it? Two years ago now. I'm last thinking, year they uh, were. Last year I heard nothing. I mean, our own quit at mile fifty, and I didn't meet anyone who said, "Yeah, it worked perfect the whole race." It was by and large people saying it just shut off and quit working. Yeah, there was the first couple runs were a little rough, but um, this year the two fifty it worked good, um, and the the five hundred it worked the entire time too. So I think that they're uh, they're learning and getting it better, and I think it will be good for the sport for uh, safety. And oh, I definitely think the, the intent is amazing, but if it doesn't work, it's just you're carrying weight around. Yeah, totally, and it's pretty bulky. You know, they're trying to kind of do something like what Dakar has, and, uh, you know, the Dakar one is a little more sleeker and um, easier, and obviously they build those bikes to mount those things, so it, it's kind of tough to uh, mount those Stellas. Yeah, uh, we had some fun. Privateer team. Yeah, we had some fun in the parking lot of uh, the hotel <laughs> last year uh, figuring out our mounts. Um, yep. So how how how'd you go in the two fifty? You said you've already done the San Felipe. Yep, we did San Felipe at the beginning of the year, and uh, yeah, me and Justin kicked butt, and I think we won by thirty minutes at that race also. So you're the odds by. on money's on sure. you to win the title here because with the, the one thousands coming. That's right. <laughs> when's when's the thousand? Is that in like October, November? November, yeah. November. Wow. Yeah, awesome. Have you guys? Have you or anyone on your team ever been the overall champion? Like against trucks and everything? Or no, I mean, I'm sorry. You've been the overall bike champion for the year because for those of our listeners, this is essentially a three race series, correct? Or are there yep. more races? Yep. It's a three race series, so you win accolades and awards and everything for each individual race, but then there's a points assigned to it, and yep. you get an overall title. Have you ever had an overall? Yep, this was, I've done it uh, three times now, and then um, so this is going for my fourth. Wow. That is that is impressive stuff right there. So how long are you going to keep doing this, man? Because there's a, there's a lot of dangerous stuff out there on that track. Uh, I got to think the more miles you pile up there, the more uh, the odds are stacked in the, yeah. in, 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 uh, the, in the corner of, oh, no, it happened. Yep. No, uh, it's definitely a high-risk situation that we're in out there. Um, you know, with knowledge and being down there, you learn – how to be safer but you could only control so much um helicopter is huge thing but i don't know we'll see where uh i'm i just turned 29 last week so right, i'm birthday. getting up there but i still got a few more years in me and uh you know hopefully i go race some more dakar stuff too and into my 30s and there's some really fast 40 year olds out on that course i i know there are we saw them uh, there are some <laughs> dudes in their 40s that absolutely rail down at Baja, so uh, did you get to hang around in Ensenada and really party it up after the win? <laughs> yeah, we uh, we definitely got uh, catered for Monster and uh, the Papa's beer guys uh, after the win, so that was, that was a lot of fun. 
40 people, though. I'm still trying to wrap my head around this because <laughs> you, you got to have a secretary I'm, for I'm, just the team's logistics. I'm trying yeah. to think about how you feed them. So they must eat in <clears throat> flights. Uh, you show up at Denny's, how many in your party? Uh, 40? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a every man for themselves down there when we get there and they just meet and say, you know, you tell them that's where I need you to be at this time. And they figure it out on their own. Down. Yep. Yeah, it's but, uh, yeah. when you're hungry, you eat. When you're thirsty, you drink and yep. make sure my and go racing are ready. and go racing and be in the right place at the right time. <laughs> Did you have any any no breakdowns as far as uh, you know? Even experienced teams at the Bajas, I'm sure you know, lose the track or lose the course or uh, go the wrong way when you know, at a crossover section when the when it's a two way track or none of that happened to you guys. Nope, nope. It all went went very smooth. Um, That's what it takes, you know. The the yep. team. If you even have one misstep, somebody got off course and had to backtrack. You're probably not in it for the overall, right? No, nope. It's uh, it's definitely pretty tough. I mean, at the thousand last year, um, eighty miles into the race, Colton, uh, you'd all had a uh, a a mount fall off for the stick. I'm sorry, mount fall off from what? Um, the mount that holds the Stella, the oh, okay. Stella unit that we we're just talking about, the GPS. Right. Um, yep. And you know that right at the beginning of the race, that put us back 30 minutes. By the time he picked it up, put it in his fanny pack, rode to the next pit, and stuck zip tied on. on, duct tape it on. Yeah, we duct taped ours and zip tied it. In addition to having the mount that they gave us, we we're like, that is not yeah. falling off. I would. I would say we had an entire roll of duct tape on the uh, yeah. <laughs> the unit, and then we had it covered up to where we couldn't see it, so we just had to listen for, like, the speed zone. <laughs> but, you know, we, we ended up coming back from that from 30 minutes and being the first one across the line, but we had a little issue with a, a teammate crashing across the finish line and took the win away from us. <laughs> but it, oh, I remember this. I read about it yeah. recently, and somebody was talking to me about it recently, yeah. and it was heartbreaking. And I th- think we, re- I think we talked about this actually last year, maybe. Yeah, I think we did right after the race. Yeah, yeah so that definitely heartbreaking. Um, pretty tough way, you know, for that race as a whole. But then for there's there's about a hundred people. Can you tell us is is the is the guy who uh, had the unfortunate wheelie unfortunate wheelie <laughs> is he all right? I mean, we all our hearts go out to the guy because I mean, clearly it was just a, a worst case scenario deal. Obviously, yep. not his intention. No. Is he doing all right? Is he is he he's gotten out <laughs> he's of his fine, own yeah. head? Yeah, he's all good. He uh, <laughs> it, it was a, a big hit for all of us, and it he, he's all good. We uh, you know. You win together and you lose together as a team. So it doesn't matter if it's uh, one of us that did it or it's all of us that you know go go together and uh, you know that's what makes a good team. So it's uh, we all took the fall with them and you know don't don't hold anything against them either. Well, I got to tell you, it's racing is racing, riding is right. riding. That's that's why they call it a team sport. A lot of the, a lot of people think uh, motorcycle racing is a single and solitary uh, discipline. It is. In certain cases, somewhat, but usually there's a, there's a team behind you. Only time Absolutely. It's, it's a single thing is when you're the guy on the bike, on the track, right then and there at that very moment. Otherwise, everything that led up to that point was a team effort, whether it's your husband, your, husband, your wife, your parents, or whatever Panic. it is. Significant. Yep. Yeah. Team. 
Yep. Yeah. A- absolutely. Mark, no, thanks for, for the sure. time, man. Appreciate it. Uh, best of luck to you in your uh, continued effort. 542 miles. Yep. Next it's, up, uh, next up, the 1,000. He's already won the 250. Go get him. <laughs> Good luck, Thank Mark. You guys, I appreciate you having us on. It's always uh, always fun to talk, Mark. Thank you. Uh, quick time out. This portion of our show brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing continues to expand its line of hard parts. From bike stands to handlebars, grips, chains, and sprockets, foot pegs, and lever assemblies, to creative products such as the innovative boot wash stand, Fly Racing designers are committed to making quality hard parts. Visit flyracing.com or see your local Fly Racing authorized dealer for a full list of available Fly hard parts. Back after this. Hey there, and welcome to the Joy of Paddle podcast, hosted by me, Minter Dial, a veteran of the paddle tennis world, and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning, or have never even heard of paddle, or padel, as it's called in North America, this is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players, industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with the Pro Tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Vamos! 